Hello and welcome back to the Get Through It Podcast, the podcast where we wait for it, get through it. I'm your host, Andrew O'Connor. Welcome back. We are new, improved, slightly more serious, the Get Through It Podcast. Hello and welcome back to anyone who actually showed up to this podcast. Um, I realized that the last podcast was probably a little bit hard to listen to, but if you stuck, stuck to the end, you'll realize... Um, it's kind of a way for me to try to get better every single day. Um, I tend to try to do one take on these episodes. That took like, even with the mess ups I did have, took about seven takes. And I had to just be honest with myself and, and realize that it's going to take some time. I cannot be perfect on the first go. And I hope you guys don't mind that. I want to be as transparent as possible with y'all. And kind of give it to you unfiltered, raw, and how it is. Because I do have a speech impediment. I have anxieties of speaking, and most of us do. But I was a public speaker at one point, and this should come easy to me. And it's frustrating as a person that it's not. And at one point, this podcast used to just be so easy to talk to and not worry about how I sounded or how I talked to. Because there was that other person to bounce off of, but now it's just me. I'm going to be the most authentic self. And it makes me excited to see the growth in the coming years. I don't plan on stopping this at all. I do not plan on stopping this podcast. I want to teach and help as many people as I possibly can, no matter how little or or how many there is. I don't care. And I'm excited. Um, So I I want to say thank you to y'all who actually came back and is actually listening to what I have to say. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the first full chapter of the index card, which uh was my sort of coming back to the podcast scene uh as of yesterday i'm still 227 i'm on that grind i've I've done six podcasts now this is my seventh recorded in the next last two days um and i'm really ready to grind i'm gonna give it to you guys as sure as possible i'm gonna make as much content as possible and and get everything i want to out there and share as much as I can, because I'm excited. I'm so fucking excited, guys. Uh, I'm ready to grow. I want to I get more people on this podcast and, and, and talk about what it takes. Because I'm not as successful as some people I know. And I'm 23 years old. I have plenty of time to grow and adapt and change. And I want to make something of this. So there might be a YouTube, a Instagram, a TikTok, a Twitter... All sorts of that things in the coming months to years. I don't want to say anytime soon because I don't have the funds for that right now. But I am trying to eventually get this podcast as a stream of income for myself. To And obviously I'm going to keep reinvesting in this podcast because that's what you guys deserve. Eventually I'll have a whole studio and every single day, boom, 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 a couple times a day I, I can share my views and share what's going on in the market and fitness and, and just 
help you guys and help myself become a better person. Because that was the whole goal of this podcast, is to be a better person. Uh, and I'm, I'm just excited to have you all along on this ride, on this journey, and see where I was when I started this in 2020. <laughs> Doing this on my phone to now where I have it, my MacBook, a Bluetooth um, keyboard. I have a whole studio that I'm, I'm, I'm working on. I'm now writing everything down. I have notes. I have my <laughs> pile of books. And it's it's growing. We're growing. We're adapting. I have a mic now and headphones. And we're growing, trying to get better. And I'm so excited. I'm putting money into this thing. I'm ready to, to grow it as far as I can grow it and see how many people I can actually affect in a positive way. So, in the first chapter, I finally finished it of the index card, which is a personal finance book about how personal finance can just fit on a whole index card. It doesn't have to be complicated. It was all about saving. The first thing that I kind of took about part of this was you want to save between 10-20% typical financial advice. It's normal to be saying you want to say 10 to 20 percent but 10 to 20 percent now isn't what it used to be back in the day now realistically you should be saving 30 to 40 percent of your income because well fuck inflation is gonna fuck you over eventually and the only way to do that is either grow your income or lower expenses expenses and you can only lower your expenses to a certain extent but your income is your income is as much as you want it to be. And people don't understand that. In 2023, your income is what you want it to be. Most likely it's gonna be easy to get fucking five thousand dollars a month or ten thousand dollars a month. You have to still put the work in, but it's infinite. It's infinite if you put in the work. So I'm going to talk more about how to lower your expenses. And the first thing you have to do is budget. I know fucking everyone hates that word. I hate that word. But I've been budgeting since I got my first job in 2013. I was 13 years old. I was working in the CIT. And I was a saver. Knew nothing about the market. And at 13, that's normal. At 23, that's not normal. You should at least know anything about the market whether it be like you should be investing at least in a 401k or Roth IRA or traditional or anything of that nature you need to know you need to save and invest that's how you will finally get out of this rat race and that's what we are in a rat race working 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 until we die and we don't want that we want to finally experience our life and to do that most of us need to increase our income and lower our expenses. Not by a lot, just enough to be able to save and invest. And to do that, like I said, is to budget. To accurately view a common budget, you need about three months of data. Um, you'll After three months, you'll see where you're typically spending X amount of money that doesn't change. That could be via uh, subscriptions, your phone note, 
or your phone bill, your car note, and your rent slash mortgage, gas bills, stuff like that, utilities. Versus your discretionary funds, which is like you're going out, your groceries, your your partying, like you go to a movie. Versus that, it should about take about three months to know where you can kind of cut back on your discretionary versus your common expenses. And that's hard. I'm not saying that people have to go on a typical like starvation budget, which means that you're you're just doing everything to. In- spend as little as possible trust me a a starvation budget versus a normal budget that has a little bit of room for fund is the difference of a lifetime i typically try to save about 60 dollars a week for fun and that's hard for me having fun and coming from the mindset of i don't have enough money is hard but when you have a starvation budget, all you're thinking about all the time is fucking money. And it kills you. All you think about 24-7 is where is my next paycheck? How am I going to spend that next paycheck? Am I going to invest? Do I have enough to make rent? Do I have enough to make groceries? Am I going to be able to eat enough? What about my gym membership? Or everything of that nature. And... and you do not want to live like that. It's so hard. The constant state of, of disarray I was in when I was in that mindset of starvation and just being able to spend on the necessities was not good. It was not fun. It was hard. Like I said, it's hard, but it's not impossible. I'm not saying I, I, I'm, I'm actually advocating against the fact of a starvation budget. But you should have enough money where you can save a large portion of your, your, your paycheck. Every, every week, every bi-weekly, whatever you can do, you should be saving. And trust me, I know getting to 10 to 20%, in my case, about 40%. It's hard. But the goal is to start. Try 1%. Try a fraction of a percent. A day, a month. But try to increase it every single month because when you start, you will finally see that compound of the change of how much you're saving and investing. Once you see that start and it grow and grow and grow or fall, 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 depending on the market and where you're putting your money, your peace of mind will be better because you're like, oh, I'm saving for an emergency fund. And more about emergency funds is... You need a plan to be able to save that amount of money. You need to plan how to save and how to spend. That's the problem. For most people, you tend to want about a three-month emergency fund, which is your basic necessities, not your Prada, your Gucci, whatever the fuck you may have. It is, it is gas, it is your bills, your typical bills, your food. You want to always start about three months, whether you lose a job or your income is, is, is not consistent, like you're doing freelance work or something of that nature. You're starting a business and that money isn't as consistent as you would like. You want that buffer. That buffer will give you a peace of mind of not having to worry every cent of the fucking day of, oh, do I have enough to eat? <laughs> do I have enough to 
make dinner or to get to the job office or continue my business. So start at three months. Fuck it. Start, do the Dave Ramsey and start at $1,000. Grow that to a month. Grow that to two months. Grow that to three months. So eventually you have a full year in your emergency funds at all time. Obviously you want to increase that emergency fund because inflation is eating away at your money. So typically it's, um, I like to say throw 10% into the extra every year into that emergency fund. Right now I'd say about another 15%, 15-20% on top of that full year emergency fund. So you don't have to worry about your money disappearing year after year. And if your expenses increase, decrease, you can change it then too. But always try to keep your bare minimum three months to a year in a high yield saving account that you can quickly access. So I'm also going to talk about your spending. You have the latte factor of of you spend $5 a day on latte, but if you didn't do that and instead of invested, or save you'd be a millionaire. I agree with that, but I also don't agree with it in the fact of, yes, those little expenses every single day add up, but it's what you do with those expenses, or what you do in place of those expenses that will either make you a millionaire or not. And once again, money is not the goal, it's about freedom, but money adds to that freedom. The next thing I'm gonna be talking about is, is the fact of between the latte factor of, of yes, it makes sense to not spend so much on the little things every single day, but even those big purchases that you have, you need to pay attention to those too and see if it actually makes sense with your saving and investing goals. If you're not investing more than you're saving or more than what you're spending on these big purchases, you're doing something wrong. And, and that's the biggest part is so many people will spend money on, say, a TV, $800. Do they even have $800 in an investment account? No. So they spend, spend, spend until they have no money. You want to save, 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 invest, invest, invest. And hopefully those assets that you stack can also pay for those, those fun things. Like I said, you can have fun money, and that fun money can go to fun things like a TV. But don't waste all your money on that crap. So sort of the last thing. <clears throat> wow. So sort of the last thing I want to touch on is. Yes, you can control your money. Another way that. Kind of controversial is. Is um, what controlling your money is. Saying goodbye to plastic and, and money that you don't. Physically have on hand. Say Apple Pay contactless uh, via your phone and stuff like that and because you tend to spend about 20% more when you use a card no matter it's a debit card credit card cash card you tend to spend 20% more because that money is not tangible you are not touching it and that's where things kind of get hard it's harder to spend cash physical benjamins dollar bills whatever you want to call them because you see that money going away. And that's a good psychological thing. If you have trouble with your spending in your shop hall, you love spending money. Because you lack discipline. Discipline is hard to come by nowadays. Because 
things are so convenient. Yeah, you have a credit card. Ding, 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 ding. You can swipe that thing to your heart's content. Because one day it will creep up on you and get you. Trust me, I'm still $14,000 in credit card debt. Not happy about it, but I'm making ways to go forward to spend that money or take that debt away from me. My goal is to have less than 10K by the end of this year and then by next year have that to practically zero. Um, but a way to do that is to automate because you don't want to be spending all your money on interest rates with your credit cards. Say you have $15,000 worth of debt and every month it's $150, $200, $500, whatever it may be. You don't want that every single month because that's eating at your wealth. You want to have close, you always want to have $0 worth of credit card debt because it will help you save money, which is why chapter one is all about saving money. But it's hard when you have debt over your head, which is why you need to automate things so that no matter what, say 5% comes out of each paycheck into a different account. Automation is key to everything. You don't want to have to look at your investments every day. You don't want to have to look at your savings accounts every week. You want everything to go there and once a week, boom, check, see what's happening in the market, see what's happening in your savings account and be like, okay, everything's on track. I have close to my three months saved for my emergency fund. I am saving little by little so I don't have to worry about selling something for a $400 um, expense that could come up out of nowhere. But we also need discipline. Discipline is going to be very important in how to save cash and increase your wealth. Um, I hope you guys come back. I hope you enjoy this episode. I really enjoy talking about this. I think the next episode will be more about um, my sectors. And then probably again about this book. I think it's a good book, good read for beginners. I think everyone should start reading it or at least try to or listen to what I have to say about it. Kind of giving a synopsis as I go along in this book as is. So once again, thank you. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Come back next time. Thank you all once again for tuning into the Get Through Podcast. I hope you found an insight or viewpoint that spoke to you today. And until next time, get through it.